0: What's up guys welcome to episode 38 of beef's beef i'm actually going to add a new segment to the show um, i'm pretty excited about it and it's nothing huge but hopefully it'll get a little bit more uh, fan interaction and and stuff like that uh, i'll talk about that here a little bit later on um, so we've been talking about the nba playoffs uh, i gave my predictions for the playoffs uh, on my episode last week uh i believe it was i believe it was last friday or so i gave my uh my prediction on what i thought was going to happen in the playoffs uh so far <laughs> i haven't looked too good on some of them uh, i know i predicted uh toronto to be upset by washington washington hasn't showed up in any of the games um, cleveland hasn't looked too hot so far i know they won last night with but it took a big it took a big game from uh LeBron starting out the game 16-0 LeBron over the Pacers to uh, get the W in Cleveland so uh, I wanted to get this episode done today because I don't I don't think I'll be able to get another episode done until Sunday Uh, but I'll at least be able to uh, talk about what I'm going to do tomorrow because I am going to Indy to watch the Cavs Pacers game which I'm always pumped to do I always love going to see uh, some good basketball and I'm going to see my favorite player play in person so uh, not a lot of people can say that in their lifetime that they've gone to see their favorite player play, let alone as many times as I've had. As I have, you know, I've seen, I've seen LeBron. First time I saw him, it was when he played for Cleveland the first time. Um, that was back when Granger still played for the Pacers. It was back in, I guess, oh eight or 09. We went to the game and there was nobody at this game. Uh, I'm talking. It was such a sparse crowd that uh, my brother went to go get something from concession stand and uh, he comes back up he's like hey uh you see those seats over there behind the calves bench we're like yeah he goes let's go try to sit down there they're not checking tickets so we go down there sure enough the woman wasn't checking tickets There was four of us me my me my brother ryan my brother matt and our buddy that we used to work with matt bush we walk right down there walk right past the ticket person sit about eight rows off the bench could see sweat dropping off the player's face it was awesome uh lebron ended up with a triple double and they just absolutely smashed the pacers now that was the first time uh back then it was super easy to get pacers tickets they used to give away these little cards that you would go to their website and type in for this wheel and uh it would spin a wheel and i tell you every time that i spun the wheel i literally won free tickets to a game I went to probably I'd say four or five free Pacers games just from those. Uh, I wish they still did that, but now that the Pacers are actually good again. They don't have to give away tickets, so um, they kind of did away with doing that. So uh, I can't wait. I'm going up to Indy tomorrow. Leaving leaving work early to uh, head up there, and uh, my me and my brother Ryan and my, my buddy Chris are going up there. I've already seen LeBron play once this year. And they got absolutely smacked by the Spurs in Cleveland. But uh, you guys listen. Hopefully, you guys listened to that episode. That was a pretty good episode with me and my brother. We just previewed the game, and both of us were absolutely wrong. But hey, it was still, it was still fun going up to Cleveland and you know seeing a game in the queue because that that's the nicest arena I've been to. I have. I don't know if I said that, but uh, that's the nicest arena I've ever been to. So talking about some of the games uh, that have happened last last night again the. Uh, the Cavs get a get a W, win by three. Uh, LeBron starts out with sixteen straight points, uh, and just absolutely puts it on the Pacers to start. Gets all the depot in foul trouble, uh, and you think it's going to be a rout, but here come the Pacers coming back. Cut the they get their closest they get closest in the game with just over a minute left when they cut it to three. So. The resiliency of the Pacers is definitely definitely surprising to me. Uh they're not intimidated at all. Uh they come to play. They just come to absolute play and, and they're giving they're giving the Cavs a they're giving the Cavs everything they can handle. And I know there's I know there's a lot of stuff going on with Tristan Thompson and the Chloe Kardashian stuff and the and the, the uh side girls and all that stuff and all that drama but if there's nothing going on besides that, Tyloo needs to suck it up and start playing Tristan Thompson, because the Cavs are getting absolutely killed on the on the glass, and you're sitting one of the best offensive rebounding big men in the league because of drama. And if anything, you're starting more drama because you're making this you're making this series a lot closer than what it should be. So, Tyloo needs to suck it up. And play Tristan Thompson. You play Tristan Thompson, and I think he's not going to the bench enough. He lets these lineups sit in there. You're not getting any rhythm for people like Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, uh, somebody like Jeff Jeff Green barely saw the floor last night. Uh, now I'm not saying you know take all these all the starters out and just only play the bench people. I'm not saying that. But if you're not getting them a rhythm, you're gonna start losing leads, which is what happened last night. So, it's it's kind of annoying. It it gets kind of annoying to see. Uh, But if going forward, to me, Ty Lue needs to play more than just his ten guys that he said he was gonna go to going into the playoffs, and start playing Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson's gonna stop that. You know, giving up all those offensive rebounds, and maybe even grab some offensive rebounds for the Cavs. You you get a lot more points in the paint when you have an offensive rebounder in there, which is where the Cavs are getting absolutely killed right now. So uh, it's not going to get any easier. Especially if they, have to, if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and they have to play the the Sixers, who I'm watching right now on TV. Um, they got to play the Sixers, and they play Embiid. And Embiid's going to kill them inside. He's going to absolutely kill them inside. They're getting killed by the Indiana Pacers. Miles Turner is not near as good as Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid is playing this game. I know they were wondering when he was going to be back, and you know he had he had those, uh, he had that quote, or he put it on his Instagram story after last game, saying you know I love being babied and all that stuff. And uh, I saw a story today that you know there was maybe more to the story than what he was trying to put out there. That there might be a chance if he takes a tough blow to his head that he may he has a chance of losing his sight again. That's all hearsay, but. Heck, if if that's the truth, then I don't see if don't see any fault in what the Sixers are doing. Um, I mean, winning cures all, anyway. They absolutely obliterated the Heat in Game One, and then uh, it took a big game from Dwayne Wade, and and they even cut it close. Uh, it took a game, big game from Dwayne Wade for them to get the W in, in the second game, and now uh, they're up nine. But again, Embiid is playing, or sorry, they're up eleven. They scored again, so. Um, Another game that happened last night was the Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, this is a good series. I thought it would be. Uh, it is one-one now. The the Jazz did win last night, so this this series is now going to go back to. Uh, it's going to go back to Utah, because I believe yeah I believe these games were in uh, Oklahoma City. So this series is going to go back to Utah. And uh, it's gonna it's gonna start getting interesting. Donovan Mitchell has been playing out of his mind. Uh, actually, I wouldn't really say he's playing out of his mind because he's played like this the whole season. Uh, he did break a rookie record last night, which was held by uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, he scored 28 points in the game last night, and uh, again, like I said, broke the record that Michael Jordan held since his rookie season of the most points in the first two games. Uh, in your first two playoff games. So, super pumped for Donovan Mitchell. I'd love to see them keep rolling through the Western Conference uh, and just keep beating teams. Because it's it's awesome to see him doing well. And I think any Louisville fan that says that they expected him to do this well, at least this quick, is an absolute liar. Because... And, and this is for the Kentucky fans that get on... Look, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not a Patino defender, but I'm gonna defend him on this, because he said last year that he thought Donovan Mitchell would be back, and he didn't think he should go. Okay, but then if you listen, I listened to uh, a podcast of Michael Rappaport and he had an interview with Donovan Mitchell, and in that interview, Donovan Mitchell talked about the uh, workouts that he did. He did workouts with every team, and then. Uh, he was There was a workout where he played with uh, Paul George, and he played with Chris Paul. And I can't remember who the other one was that he played for. And uh, he said he was, just, he was playing pretty well, but he could definitely see a difference between him and some of the NBA players. Not a huge difference, but he could see one. And he said Paul worked with him and told him a couple things to do with the shot, but he said he didn't think he was ready until after he left there or he was about to leave. That uh, like he did that for a couple of days, and Chris Paul told him, or asked him, he's like, "You're going to the draft, right?" And he was like, uh, "I don't know." And he was like, "You need to go to the draft." He said it was at that time that he knew that he was ready to go. He, he so that was midway through the summer. That was after the combine, or not midway through the summer. It was after the combine, or it might have been, I don't. It might have been before the combine or something like that. Because you have a little bit of time before you uh, say you can come back. So that was when he knew. So to say all this stuff about Patino about all oh, he didn't think he didn't think he could go and look at Donovan now, dude. Donovan didn't know he could go until he did a couple of workouts playing against Paul George and Chris Paul and all that stuff. So stop all that garbage. And, and you all have heard me on here. I don't defend Patino, but that's that's a, a stupid statement because Donovan Mitchell didn't even know. But sorry, I'll step down off my soapbox now. It was. My rant that I had to get out. So, uh, that matchup has been a good matchup. It was also awesome to see that he scored 13 points in the fourth quarter. And the big three for Oklahoma City scored zero. Melo, Westbrook, and Paul George all scored zero points in the fourth quarter. So, uh, he's stepping up big time. And he's not just doing it during the regular season. He's doing it in the playoffs. Now, the... The other series that played last night was the Rockets and Timberwolves. Um, I don't really know what to say about it. Like Houston, I I didn't. I don't know. I thought I thought that they would give them a little better of a game, uh, or a little bit better of a series. Um, I mean, it's two zero, and it just hasn't been close. Last night they beat them by twenty uh with the big second quarter the first game actually i'm sorry they only beat them by three in the first game but i feel like there was something that happened in that first game that was like hmm that's a little weird but harden the thing is is harden went two for 16 last night and they still won by 20 so i don't know it's going back to minnesota so it's going to be something different um but we'll see um no, I guess I was absolutely wrong. The first game was close the whole time. The Rockets were up six after the first, uh, seven after the second, uh, four after three, and then uh, yeah, they won by three points. So the, I guess the game was a lot closer than what I thought. I haven't I haven't gotten to check out much of that series because it's on the West Coast. So or not really the West Coast, but it's in Texas. So I'm not staying awake because it's. Yeah, you know, I got work the next day. Uh, so, I'm interested to see how Minnesota responds going back home. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Especially after that that big loss last game, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they respond. Uh, the series to me that has surprised me the most uh, is the Portland New Orleans series. Now, I picked. Portland to win that series. And... New Orleans has won both games. Um... And... They just haven't... They haven't looked good at all. Um... The Blazers, that is. You have... Rajon Rondo absolutely just torching them. You have... Uh... I'm sorry, my mind is going blank. Drew Holiday absolutely killing them. And they're just you, you think because this is arguably one of the best backcourts in the NBA in, in Portland and they're getting dominated by a an older more experienced I guess you could say playoff wise or not really playoff wise because Drew Holiday doesn't really have that much playoff experience Rondo does but Drew Holiday doesn't but I mean Drew Holiday in game one 21 points uh, 7 rebounds 2 turnovers Rajon Rondo first game 6 points, 8 rebounds, 17 assists, 2 turnovers. I mean, but then again, you also have Anthony Davis who had 35 and 14. <laughs> I mean, it's he's one of the toughest people to guard in the NBA. He's one of my top 5 players in the NBA. Uh it's I don't know. I never expected this series to go like this with Portland, but hey, you know that's why they play the seven-game series. This this could be the only two games that the Pelicans win and they End up losing in six. Who knows? Uh, we'll see. They're, I don't know when their next game is, but that series has been the most surprising to me because they just they've won both games and both game both first games were in Portland. So we'll see. So moving over to uh, Louisville stuff because I know not everybody mm-hmm. listens to my show is NBA fans like I am, but. Uh, a little update on the Courtney Ramey uh, recruiting where, you know, two days ago I said I thought it would be, you know, 100% in Louisville's favor. Uh, it's not looking good now apparently. Uh, Louisville had an in-home visit scheduled with Ramey last night, and at the last minute they canceled because Ramey apparently went to a tournament, the Allen, Iver- or Allen Iverson camp or Allen Iverson some, some type of thing with Alan Iverson camp right outside of Philadelphia. And it's like, you didn't already know that this was a scheduling conflict? I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. And, I mean, he's a kid, so it's not like I'm going to be hating on him or anything like that. Uh, I have seen a little bit of a bashing on the kid and the family, but this kid's 18 years old, 17, 18 years old. You know, he hasn't even graduated high school yet. He's trying to – this is a huge decision in his life, and he needs to take, he needs to take care of this, so – uh, but apparently there was a scheduling conflict and, you know, they didn't know that there was, uh, they didn't know that, uh, they didn't know that he had that flight that day or something. Um, but, you know, they got it there. Apparently there's a rumor going that they may come to Louisville on Tuesday for a visit because yesterday or today started the quiet period which is similar to the dead period but they can still talk to the kids whereas the dead period there's no contact at all you can just go watch them play at AAU tournaments whereas this one you can go watch them in non-NCA sanctioned tournaments which are like sponsored tournaments and stuff um and they can come visit your school so there's still a chance uh but apparently from the looks of it from the other day it's not looking as good as we thought it was so uh we'll see I'm still hoping and I think we have a really good shot. I'm still hoping we get Zach Johnson the transfer from Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, there's a there's another one uh, or there's a few of them that we visited, uh, a few 2019 kids that we visited. Uh, I think we have a good shot with the, with the, with a few of these players. I really hope we step into the or when, since we stepped into the Jordan Brown sweepstakes that you know some good things happen with that. Apparently Paul Cardi was on the radio a radio show the other day. And said that uh, Louisville fans need to watch out for that one. because, And it sounded pretty good for us. Who knows? We're jumping in it pretty late. He's a five-star McDonald's All-American. Um, let's just hope it doesn't end up like the last one with the big headache and us being in another t- some type of scandal. Because that's the last thing we need with this fan base right now. You know, we, we moved on and got a new coaching staff and are doing great. Uh, so – I told you guys that I was adding a new, uh, adding a new segment to the show. So what I'm going to start doing, my brother told me that I needed to watch a movie the other day. I watched it this past weekend, loved it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this, when I put this episode out there, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you guys, you know, give me, Uh if you have the movie or if I can find it on Netflix or something, if I've already seen it, I'll let you know. but what I'm going to do is I'm going to review give my small you know small review on it at the end of the episode and uh, let you guys know what I think. So the movie that my brother told me I needed to watch was the was the Pixar movie Coco. If you haven't seen it, stop listening now because I'm going to give spoilers. If you have seen it, enjoy and listen with me. It is a fantastic movie, though. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I never doubted it, but I wanted to see it from the time I saw the previews. When I saw it, I can't remember which movie I saw. I think it was maybe like Secret Life, Secret Life of Pets, or uh, or maybe Zootopia. One of those two. I saw the previews for it and that. So the movie's about a kid named Miguel who was born into a Hispanic family who hated music. The reason they hated music was because his great great grandfather, uh, quote unquote, abandoned his family, and he was a musician. Uh, so there's just a picture at the they they do like their family tree, and they do special things during the during special times of the year, where they like put flowers down and they put their pictures up to, to remember them, and you know just to always keep them in their heart and stuff like that. But this kid Miguel loves music. His family hates music, so he sneaks and he makes himself a guitar. Now, this kid would always go to like the town square and he would shine shoes, and he always loved listening to the music there. Well, he snuck and made himself a guitar, and he he was a huge fan of a. Uh, he was a huge fan of his. He was a huge fan of a of an old musician named Ernesto de la Cruz, who played the guitar and was just a big showman. I I don't really know who to compare him to in like real life terms, but he was just a big showman and like everybody loved him. I guess kinda like what Elvis used to be. You know, he was just like he was like Elvis. And everybody loved him. So Miguel uh thinks that or he, he wants to play music in the talent show and and do all this stuff and his family outlaws him from doing it. So he has the guitar and he tries to show his family he can play and they break his guitar and all this stuff and uh, he you know he gets upset and runs away and runs to the cemetery because he he the picture that uh, they had of his fam of his great great grandmother there was a picture of his great great grandmother his great grandmother Coco which the movie is named after and then they tore the head off of what he thought was Ernesto de la Cruz so you could see the guitar. And so, so when they buried Ernesto De La Cruz, they buried him in a big, like, uh, in a big, like, tomb. And they had his guitar in there and stuff. So he snuck in there. And when he did, he, like, slipped and fell and, like, fell into, I guess you could say the underworld where all of these spirits lived. Well, when he did it, he could see these ghosts. And uh, he slipped in there and, and went and... Uh, he found out that uh, when you did that, that you, when you did that, you got the, the only reason people put pictures up was to keep memories of of their family members, and uh, those family members always wanted to be remembered because they always wanted to see people that they weren't around anymore, and and stuff like that. It's a fantastic movie, but long story short, uh, Miguel ends up finding out that one of the guys that's kind of like an outcast in that underworld... Uh, named Hector is actually his grandfather, and that Ernesto de la Cruz actually poisoned his grandfather or his great grandfather, which is Hector, who is actually the one that wrote all of uh, de la Cruz's uh, music and uh, and played the guitar way better than him and everything like that. So it's a fantastic movie. Like I said, ho- hopefully, if you hadn't seen it, you didn't listen. Uh, because I don't want to give all the spoilers away but if you watched it uh, join in and talk to me how about how great that movie is if most if people in here or people that listen to my show have kids they've seen it they've seen the movie I'm sure it was it was a great <coughs> it was a great movie so guys keep liking keep sharing my show uh, comment on here tell me what you guys think of or uh, tell me a movie that you guys think I should watch um i'll do my best to watch it as soon as possible if i've already seen it i'll let you know uh, but please give me movies i want to i want to add this to at least maybe one week or one episode a week and if it gets really popular then i'll try to add it to two episodes a week um so let me know what you guys think of my short and sweet uh review of coco i love the movie i would watch it again um keep liking keep sharing enjoy this episode Go LeBron. Hopefully can get this W tomorrow, by the way. Dwayne Wade and Justin Anderson about to fight, reviewing this right now. So have a good one guys. I'll talk to you soon.